Hello everyone or selamat datang. I hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. As you would have seen if you follow the Instagram page, I'm afraid there was no episode last week. First of all, I want to thank you all for being very patient. I really didn't want to have missed a week, but I kind of had to for myself and my reasons for doing so will be explained throughout this episode. But I'm back with the 7th episode. and i will be going solo today now this is the first episode i'm doing solo since the introductory episode and honestly it feels kind of weird like not having a guest beside me or like over zoom so i hope this is okay with everybody if you guys prefer the episodes with a guest then rest assured there will definitely be one next week things will be going back to normal it's just that for this episode i felt like i kind of needed to talk about it myself and base it off of my own experience and kind of delve into that also if you can hear a bit of background noise i'm not too sure if if it's like picking up but it is pouring it down with rain right now in london and i know in the last episode although that was like 2 weeks ago now i mentioned how the weather had been really nice and hot and it was starting to feel like summer yeah i definitely spoke too soon but then again are we surprised no so here we are with a nice i've got a nice little view of the rain and i hope it doesn't pick up uh, throughout this episode i personally love the sound of the rain it really helps me go to sleep i just find it so calming so you know grab a cup of tea a snack a hot chocolate and let's get into the episode quickly just before we do i want to say a massive massive thank you to everyone who's been supporting the pod so far I know I say this in like every episode and to be honest I'm going to continue to say it because it genuinely means so much and also a big thank you to anyone who has taken the time to message me whilst I've been unwell it really means a lot and has a massive positive impact like more than you could imagine so thank you again I'm not 100% recovered yet as you can probably tell by the nasally voice apologies for that it's it's so annoying I wanted to wait and see if it go away but clearly you know i'm still sounding like this so sorry if it bugs you because it's really bugging me but i really wanted to record this episode and get it out so nasally voice it is anyways let's get into the episode as you can probably gather from the title long story short yes i tested positive for covid-19 for a little bit of background in case you were kepo which uh kepo in english means like i guess nosy or curious i don't know what the direct translation is but something along those lines basically so in case you're curious i have had my first dose of the pfizer vaccine i got it about a month ago maybe and i will be getting my second one soon so that's just like a little bit of information in terms of covid and me i guess that i still got covid even though i had been semi vaccinated but i think that is quite a common thing although there is some protection from the first vaccine you aren't fully protected yet and i think we all know that but anyways i'm not here to give you all a lecture on vaccinations and whatever like i'm no doctor so i just wanted to put that out there so <sighs> 
I tested positive on Thursday the 22nd of July. Where do I start? I guess, okay, the day before I was not feeling great. I thought that I was just getting a cold and the reason for that was because I usually get cold when there's like dramatic changes in the weather so like if it's changing from being really cold to really hot or vice versa then I'm most likely to develop a cold. I have no idea why please someone like tell me if you're a medical professional tell me why my body is doing that. I mean I take all my vitamins you know like vitamin C, D, zinc, iron all of that and I thought my immune system was you know not bad but I don't know maybe maybe something's wrong with me if my body does that or if any if that happens to anyone else like I don't know is it common anyways I thought that I was getting a cold because the weather had changed drastically from going quite chilly to the sudden heat wave here in the UK so on the Wednesday I wasn't feeling so great I really didn't want to get out of bed I felt weak and just tired but uh, you know I still pushed myself to do the things that I had to do like I had stuff to do that day so you know when it when it comes to having a cold I really don't like it sounds bad and it's not good I know it's not good for my body but I don't like having to rest like I just want to keep like fighting against it and carrying on and stuff so that's what I did on the Wednesday now on the Thursday morning I woke up feeling very very much out of it and feeling even weaker than I had done the day before and you know I in my head I I was still kind of like yeah this is still a cold you know I'm just out of it I just need to rest like my body does need rest so I ate half of a banana um in order to take some ibuprofen in the morning now I could taste this half of banana so you know I didn't think much of it but when it came to having my cup of coffee, I realised something wasn't quite right when it just tasted like hot water. And that's when I was like, okay, I know this is a massive symptom of COVID-19, so I better take a test. I stayed somewhat calm. I really didn't want to believe that I had it, but I just knew like, oh, fuck's sake, like if I can't taste then that uh, that doesn't happen normally with a cold. It's quite a significant symptom, right? So I took a lateral flow test. In fact, I took two just to make sure. But on the first one, I did get the double line, but it was very faint. However, in the handbook, even if it's a faint double line, it still counts as being a positive test. So I had that and then I took another test like about an hour later and the result had come back the same so it was kind of confirmed then that I had tested positive. In terms of going about things uh, the first people that I called was obviously my parents firstly because they're my parents and secondly because I was meant to be traveling that evening in order to attend my brother's graduation the next day and because of this it meant that I could no longer come but surprisingly like they were quite calm about it and I'm I'm glad that they were because if they had panicked it would have made me panic but no they stayed very calm about it and they were just like right you know what you need to do you need to isolate tell your flatmates all this take all these precautions da, 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 da. 
we'll come and drop things off in a few days and we'll photoshop you into the <laughs> graduation pictures so i was like okay great so after letting my parents know i recorded my results into the nhs website i informed my flatmates who both decided it was best for them to leave which i agreed on it too i really wanted to prevent them from contracting it and we do have like a shared kitchen and bathroom so it would have been it would have been risky if they had stayed and i would still be using those facilities so i was isolating by myself and it in a way a pro of it was that i had free roam of the bathroom and the kitchen and i didn't have to worry about wiping things down every time i used it or wearing a mask to 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 go to and from but yeah i'm just glad that they're safe they both tested negative before they left so i'm really grateful for that and once my flatmates have had left on the first day i just came to terms with the fact that i had covid i mean you know like a year and a half ish into the pandemic and i still got it i don't know it's just it's just crazy but then also it's not because you see the stats and you see the figures you know they're fluctuating all the time obviously when all the restrictions were lifted here in the uk it was kind of expected that there would be like a slight increase in the cases regardless of the vaccination rollout even though the vaccination rollout here is pretty good I, I don't know what the numbers are now but you know majority of 18 18 year olds and over have uh, received their first vaccine and if you haven't please do please book yourself in for an appointment so yeah in terms of the vaccine like everything's going smoothly you know our country's doing pretty good in terms of that but yeah Covid is still lingering but I think the thing that surprised me the most was all the symptoms that I experienced. So symptoms wise from day one I couldn't taste or smell. I had a severe fever and it was really really bad like I was sweating during the night, my body was just constantly warm. I had a lot of headaches uh, which was probably one of the worst things because you just couldn't do anything like I just felt like I had to just stare into the wall and you know just kind of be left with my thoughts I did have a cough but it wasn't like that continuous cough which is like a significant symptom of COVID like on the NHS website it was just like a very chesty cough but I wasn't constantly coughing and I also had a very sore throat basically I was very very ill I'd say it wasn't until about like day four that I started to perk up a little bit. So from like day one to four, I was basically on bed rest. I lost my appetite as well. But then again, because I couldn't taste or smell anything, it was kind of like in my head, I was like, what's the point in eating if I can't enjoy the food? But now looking back, like, yeah, it is so important to kind of force yourself to eat because your body needs the calories and all of that. So I did like kind of survive off of ramen and hot chocolate. That was like <laughs> my go-to because it was just like soothing and just like easy to digest. And with the hot chocolate, like instead of having like teas and stuff, which I normally go for with the hot chocolate, because they're like super sweet, right? I could actually kind of taste the sweetness and like the creaminess from the milk. So 
it was more worth it to have that than tea because tea just tasted like hot water to me so yeah I found it easier from day four onwards to kind of do things and I got a bit of my appetite back the headache started to reduce because every morning from day one to three I was waking up with like a really bad headache and like I couldn't even look at my phone straight away like I just messaged my parents like good morning and then put my phone away because I couldn't look at it for like a long period of time I know you're not meant to anyways when you wake up but yeah you know so yeah from day four onwards I started to kind of fill my days with activities and whatnot but the symptom that persisted was the loss of taste and smell at this point I was worried about how long this was going to stay because to be honest from the start I had a fear of long COVID but I really tried to keep it off my mind like I really didn't want to read into it I even like refused to google like oh how long will these symptoms last I mean people I had heard things from people saying that you know it's gonna last a week max or only like a few days before you start to get everything back and start to feel back to normal but because by day four I had I still couldn't taste or smell anything in the back of my head I was just like oh I just I hope that I get this back and that this isn't staying for a while but yeah that was just like a little a little worry of mine that's it pretty much in terms of symptoms oh also by day four I had taken another lateral flow test and I actually tested negative. Now, I don't know if this was a faulty or whatever because, you know, the accuracy of lateral flow tests isn't 100%. So, uh, I don't know. But I was just very, very surprised. Like, it didn't make sense to me. How could I have tested negative if I still have some of these symptoms? Maybe there is some explanation behind it, but I'm just not aware of it. But that was that. Okay, so in terms of isolation... I just want to quickly touch upon my experience because to be honest it wasn't great being in isolation by myself in London you know with no one nearby it was it was difficult but I don't want this to be some sort of pity party or I'm not like seeking sympathy or anything like that because I know I'm, I am in a very fortunate position to have somewhere to isolate and have a roof over my head but it still definitely impacted me in a negative way because to be honest it brought me back to how the first lockdown felt and for a bit of context during the first lockdown I was back home with my parents it was just the three of us and the reason why I say it's kind of similar is because it's just the sudden need to adapt to this new living situation so in the first lockdown I had moved from uni to being back home thinking that I was going to return to uni after a few weeks or so thinking you know oh the this is just like a little little virus da, da, da. little did we know huh and then obviously I ended up staying for the whole of summer and didn't return back to London until September and this maybe is not to the same extent because I didn't move like geographically but it's just it's just the shift in going from having things to do every day going outside 
you know meeting friends seeing family whatever to just being in my apartment in London by myself like not even being able to go out to get groceries and stuff and I love getting groceries (laughs) like I love going grocery shopping so in that sense it brought me back to the first lockdown just the whole change mentally I think it okay I'm gonna be a little bit vulnerable here (laughs) I think mentally it did take a little toll on me um as I said it did remind me of how it felt during the first lockdown when everything had sort of kicked off naturally I got a sense of FOMO since all the restrictions here are now lifted and I could see like my friends out or like having dinner and whatever yeah in in that sense I get I do get bad FOMO unfortunately (laughs) so yeah in that sense I felt like I was missing out and also in terms of like my mental health it's just like being you know you're just like alone with your thoughts from day to day and it's like I lost track of the days and I just didn't really know what to do with myself but actually there was Uh, on one of the first days of my isolation my friends were having like a little wine and cheese night um, and they invited me to join virtually which I was very very thankful for so a big shout out to you girls if you're listening I really appreciated that and it was it was so much fun so yeah I'm I was very grateful for this for social media and the internet in order to keep in touch with people and stay connected you know I'm as I said at the beginning I was I'm very very grateful for anyone that reached out to me or even just spoke to me I don't know it just it makes the biggest difference it's just like smallest act can mean so much I do want to emphasize how important it is that if you are or were in a similar situation as I was or even if you're not If you're just struggling, please, please, please do reach out for help. A little goes a long, long way. And I can assure you this from experience, even just kind of, okay, if you, if you feel, if you don't feel like opening up completely to someone, just reach out to someone, you know, you don't have to tell them everything you're going through, but definitely just speak to someone. I know how tough isolating alone can be and I'm sure there is someone in your life who's there to help you get through it. I will also be leaving links to helplines in the UK and Indonesia in the caption of this episode's Instagram post. If you feel like you need to check it out, please do have a look and share those with your friends and family as well. I know that Indonesia's COVID situation right now is not great and I know that everyone you know they're basically you're basically having this stay at home order right and COVID is just I just heard so many sad stories about COVID in Indonesia and it's just so disheartening to hear I know that I in a sense have it easy and as I said I'm not this is not a sympathy or a cry for sympathy or anything like that but yeah please do check out the links in the Instagram post if you feel like you need someone to speak to or 
if you just want to talk to someone. And also, of course, I'm always available through the pod's Instagram. I respond to everyone and everything. So if I'm like a stranger to you, and maybe that is something that you want, I know that speaking to strangers can really help. That's how I used to look at things I always thought that if I was speaking to a stranger it wouldn't really affect them because they don't know me personally and it's not gonna affect their lives as much I don't know if that makes any sense but basically bottom line is I'm always here if anybody needs to talk whether you're isolating or you just want to talk about things with covid or whatever I am all ears sorry bit of a bit of a tangent there but I felt like that was necessary to mention so the 10 days went by quicker than I expected to be honest some days were definitely slower than others but eventually I got there and I'm now free I'm still very much being cautious with everything because you never know like someone could be asymptomatic someone could still be infectious and someone could be out and about when they're meant to be isolating I don't know people do strange things around here and aren't mindful about others so just be careful I personally still choose to wear a mask everywhere that I go and obviously sanitize and wash my hands and I'd like to encourage you all to do so too if you're in the UK I know that restrictions have been eased but please be careful still especially if you're not fully vaccinated yet I have heard of cases where people are fully vaccinated and have still caught COVID which is it's scary to think about yeah please just be careful and get vaccinated if you haven't already and if you're in Indonesia just stay home please just stay home and look after yourselves it'll pass hopefully okay Before we wrap things up on this episode, please don't forget to follow the pod's Instagram, which is at theindowindow.podcast to stay up to date with everything. As I said, if you need someone to talk to, please don't hesitate to reach out to me via the Instagram. I will most definitely respond. And as I've mentioned before as well, I am planning to do a little Q&A at some point. So I'll be taking questions from that platform if you have anything you wanted me to ask or anything that you're careful about so yeah thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode I hope this has been somewhat insightful for you wherever you may be I really hope that everyone is staying safe and looking after themselves out there please if possible and I can't stress this enough (laughs) please get vaccinated it really does make a difference and will protect you and others for the future thank you again for listening and I will be back next week with a new episode see you soon